I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Wiki Shuffle. My name's Jack. This is Chris. Hello. And this is Phil. Hiya. Okay. Oh, no. Can we do that again? No. Uh, tell us about Wiki Shuffle. Wiki Shuffle is a weekly podcast. Every Tuesday, you can listen to us press the random article button on Wikipedia and talk about whatever comes up. If you're not familiar with the random article button on Wikipedia, then you're probably not going to get what it is that we're doing here. Yeah, get familiar, stupid. Yeah, how, how have your weeks been? We've got nothing else to talk about, so... It's my birthday. It was your birthday yeah, yesterday. It's your birthday tomorrow. It is, it's our inter bros. Birthday bros, woo, yay. Right, you're not enthusiastic, that's fine. Well, January birthdays, they're not very good, are they? No, they're not. No one has any money. Nobody turns up. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to do a drink. No, no one wants to do anything. Go out. It's always cold. Sometimes yeah. it snows. But uh, happy birthday, guys. Oh, thanks, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Phil. Have you got some presents? You didn't get me a present. Oh, what? You're a grown man. You don't have presents. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Should we crack on? Martin Van Butchel. Mm, don't know him. Anyone, Do you... Does the name Martin Van Butchel mean anything to anybody? It sounds like a made-up name. It sounds like he's a manufacturer of cars, or he invented a weird car. All names are made up. Yeah. David Bowie's dead. I can't be doing God. with your shitty little... He's been dead for know. a day now. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. It's, it's not been a good week for you, it's fair to say. Is that right? Yeah, let's get this off your chest. Let's yeah. do it. We'll come back to Martin Van Butchel <laughs> okay. in a minute because I feel like you'd like to have a little chat about C- David Bowie. Can we Bowie. do a David Bowie article and just sack this off? No, we're doing this first. Yeah. Okay, fine. What is it you tweeted that you compared this to the other day? Well, it's our Diana. It is our Diana. Like, it's your Diana. Yeah. Yeah. When I was young, I found out that Princess Diana was dead yeah. and I went upstairs and woke my mum up and told her and my mum was very upset. And this time round... She woke me up and told me that David Bowie was dead. Oh, no. She got her revenge at last. <laughs> Finally, she got her revenge. And yeah, it's not, I'm very sad. Which is ridiculous. I know that's ridiculous, but yeah. he's, he's more important than a family member. No, that's, that's untrue. Well, you don't know what a family are like. <laughs> yeah, I've been very mopey. I've noticed you're moping. Am I? Do you think I'm moping? I think you're moping. Yeah, there's the mm. sadness in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kay. <laughs> Yeah, just a bit, you know, glum. Just doesn't seem right, does it? Ah, perfect environment for doing a comedy podcast. Mm. In a yeah, glum I'm not, background. So just not in the mood at all. Oh, I'm not man. in mood. I'm not in the mood for my birthday. He's, he's ruined your birthday. Well, he hasn't. Well, he has. I've, yeah, but he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't do it maliciously. Don't make that face as if Bowie would ruin my birthday <laughs> you don't know. maliciously. You don't know. He wouldn't do that. He's an artist. Maybe that was his final. It's a yeah. final farewell. It's swan song. <laughs> ruin, ruin your birthday. Ruin Jack's birthday. Yeah. Mm, maybe. 
So do you want to tell the listeners where they can send birthday presents to me? Oh, oh come on. My birthday's been and gone. We didn't mention me last week. It's your fault. You can send birthday presents to any of us. Okay. Uh, you can post-date mine from November if you like. And you can send them to WikiShuffleHQ at 1B The Headlands, Kettering NN157ER. I feel like we're doing this all out of sorts. Poor Martin Van Butchel, who, who we're supposed cares? to be talking about here, not who getting a cares? look in. But this is our raison d'etre, is to talk about Martin Van Butchel, yeah, because that's that, where the random the actor button is taken. No, he didn't. Oh, this isn't the, the Reasons Jack is Sad podcast. That would be a great it podcast. It would not. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that. I'm, right, I'm quitting. I tender my resignation. I'm off. To do a new podcast of reasons why you're sad. Mm. Which, which, which version of the word sad are we using here? Uh, the emotionally unhappy right. version. Okay. Uh, if someone wants to do a... No one would want to guest on others. that podcast. I'm not even in the guest. Or just you alone in Monologues. the Monologues. She's sobbing. Yeah. It a bit of sobbing, like... weeping... Just some talking, rambling. I mean, based on how this podcast's going so far, it doesn't sound like a good listen. Mm, doesn't. Martin Van Butchel. We've said <laughs> yes. his name lots of mm-hmm. times, and still we don't know who he is. Nope. Martin Van Butchel, 1735 to 1814. Give you any clues there? Old. Uh, old yeah, old. was he old? Well, not in 1735. He was a newborn baby in 1735. Yeah, he's still old if you're born in like 1735, aren't you? I wasn't referring to... <laughs> You know what I mean? I wasn't even referring to his age. I was just saying old because it was an old time. It is oldie times, definitely. Yeah, that's what the I mean. oldie times. <laughs> yeah. Martin Van Butchel was an eccentric British dentist. Oh, you don't want your dentist eccentric. All dentists are eccentric. There's a little bit of a, a statistic thing, isn't there? Yeah, it's a strange to calling. It's a strange calling. I put them up Why? there with like undertakers. Yeah. And professional wrestlers. Really, they're the free jobs. Just weirdos. Weirdos do them. Mm. I agree with that. But this one was eccentric anyway. He put his dead wife on display, reputedly because of a clause in their marriage contract. That mm. is pretty eccentric. Mm. Butchell became a dentist in the 1760s in London. He advertised in St. James's Chronicle with a text, real or artificial teeth from one to an entire set with superlative gold pivots or springs, also gums, sockets and palate formed, fitted, finished and fixed, Without drawing stumps or causing pain. That's an advert. That's an advert. You don't have the word stumps in an advert, do you? Even if it's saying you're not going to get stumps, just don't mention the stumps. Or, that bit or even just saying, it's not going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, it's not pleasant to think about, but if you've got stumps, they probably ought to be drawn. <gasps> Shut up. You, Shut you probably up. oughtn't to just fill in over the top, which seems to be what he's suggesting. That's just deferring problems for later, isn't it? Sorry, I, I was I was not saying shut up to you. I just read the next sentence and something incredible has happened. When his wife Mary died on the 14th of January, 1775... What happened on the 14th of January, 1988? Oh, on your birthday? Yeah. Wow, so, so this is all taking place on your birthday. Exactly. When you were minus... 213 years old. What year were you well born? worked out. 88, yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, so my birthday. So if you want to send in gifts. Yeah, you can make it an embalmed wife because on the 14th of January 1775, his wife Mary died and he decided to have her embalmed and turn her into an attraction to draw more customers. Because oh. <laughs> I don't know about you, when I'm choosing a dentist, I always choose the one that's got a dead, dead wife in the window. Yeah. 
Because you know that the operations obviously went well in the past. <laughs> <laughs> at least you know that if he's got his dead wife in the window, at least you know that he left his wife in such a good condition that he could display her. Whereas with other, de- other dentists, you're never quite sure. No, no, you never know about could the wife. Could make a real you? mess of them. Mm. Yeah. All those tools. He contacted his teacher of surgery and anatomy, Dr. William Hunter and Dr. William Crookshank, and they agreed to do the job. That must have been a strange conversation. Yeah. Uh, hi, remember me? You taught me how to do dentistry without drawing stumps. <laughs> Thanks for that. Now I've got a favour to ask. I've got this wife. <laughs> <laughs> this one here. Probably brought her along. <laughs> Could you embalm this for me? And they went, yeah, no worries. And they injected the body with preservatives and colour additives that gave a glow to the corpse's cheeks, replaced her eyes with glass eyes and dressed her in a fine lace gown. These are the types of people who want to become dentists. This is consistent with our thought about what dentists are like. This is how their minds work. The body was then embedded in a layer of plaster of Paris in a glass-topped coffin. See, I'm a bit lost now because he's a dentist. So what part of this... This advert in his window of his dead wife reflects his dentistry. I don't think it's an advert. Well, it's a shop. It's a shop sign. It's like if we put a corpse in the window of here. What would draw you in? Nothing. For the so podcast. Be a corpse. Yes, but that's what he's doing in his dentist's office. What part of that's about dentists? Well, we have a picture of Phil on our website, so you know he's not dead. Ouch. Sorry, Phil. Butchell put the body on display in the window of his home, which also housed his practice, and always referred to her as my dearly departed. Many Londoners came to see the body, but Butchell also drew criticism on his gruesome display. A rumour, possibly started by Butchell himself, claimed that a clause in their marriage certificate had provided income for Butchell as long as Mary was above ground. (laughs) For fuck's sake... (laughs) That can't be right. No. I thought when you said there was something in the in the marriage certificate, I thought it would be like I you will know, give my I body want to science. To be, yeah, that kind of thing. Not not I'm like, doing this you to can, get around uh, not getting any income. Yeah, anymore. you can keep claiming some money off my dad. Is what how I'm reading yeah. that. Eventually, Butchell remarried, and the new wife, the new wife, the new one, the new wife, her indoors. <laughs> Elizabeth. There's already one indoors. Yeah. I get this. Elizabeth, the wife. Indoors and breathing. (laughs) Demanded that he remove the body of her predecessor from his window. Women Uh. and their unreasonable demands. (laughs) Crying out loud. But also, (laughs) they won't let you have any fun, will they? No. Also, who refers to the ex wife as the predecessor? (laughs) Predecessor. Butchell gave the body to a brother of Dr. Hunter for his museum. Do you want and, it? <laughs> yeah, I've got this. I don't really know what to do with it. The wife wants yeah. it. Craigslist wasn't up and going yet. <laughs> what can you do? And the body ended up in the Royal College of Surgeons. The embalming was not very effective and the body began to slowly deteriorate. Don't trust dentists to do your embalming for you. No. In 1941, the body of Mary Butchell was finally destroyed in a German bombing raid. Thanks, Hitler. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's all. That's all he's known for. There was a biography written in 1999 entitled Martin Van Butchel, 1735 to 1814, the eccentric kook dentist of old London. <laughs> what a what a kook! <laughs> David Bowie has a song called Kooks. Oh God! <laughs> so you know when these things happen, you just keep keep getting reminded of, of things. <sighs> Everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. It's just thin white duke reminders. It is. It's obviously not about me, and the the nation has lost a treasure. Mm-hmm. I've never been that big a fan. Get out. 
I know, I feel, but I feel like it's not no, my place to say. It's not the time fine. to say yeah. it. You know, I'm sad that he's gone. No, I'd but... rather I'd rather people say that than say like, "Oh, I loved David Bowie. Hmm. He was when they haven't really loved him loved like him you have." All. Yeah, hands off. But <laughs> let me mine. mourn. <laughs> And let me mourn and yeah. stop muscling in yeah. on your grief yeah. that belongs to this you is alone. This my grief. No one else. Just mine. Your pain oh. to carry. As long as Morrissey, Scott Walker and Kate Bush see out the... Yeah, I'll be fine. I might not. Morrissey's on his last legs. Do you think? Mm. I th- would anyone miss Morrissey? And I love... I Mar- would, I would I, miss Morrissey. I love the Smiths more than I love just about any recording act ever. Mm. But... I don't think I'd particularly miss Morrissey. No. Sorry, oh, sorry, Stephen. I'm just trying to derail this podcast. No, we're today, just using it as a, a historic marker. If anyone's listening back in the future and they've forgotten a bit about David Bowie, sharp. And this just brings it back to the front again for them. How real the pain was for so many people in 2016. But mm. mostly you. Mostly, mostly me. you, more than. And other maybe people. his family. But mostly you. I the think next article, whatever it is, I'm going to get through it without mentioning David Bowie once. Let's see if you can do that. Death from laughter. <laughs> that didn't seem terminal. Well, it's sudden, I imagine. Death from laughter refers to a rare instance of death, usually resulting from cardiac arrest or asphyxiation, Caused by a fit of laughter. Instances of death by laughter have been recorded from the times of ancient Greece to the modern day. I've never actually heard of anyone dying from laughter, but I can, I can understand. It has to be I think really I almost, funny. I felt like I was going to die before from laughing. Did you? Like, yeah, I, I just said something quite innocuous. You said something. Yeah. You laughed at <laughs> your own joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> laughed you yourself, yourself, yourself at your own joke. <laughs> and it was innocuous as well. It was just... No, well, I am so funny. Okay, I'll explain now. <laughs> are you going to tell this joke again now? Because if you are, we should warn listeners. <laughs> All it was, I, me and my friend were talking, and this was when Girls Aloud just released No Good Advice, their second single. Okay. And I, it was just a Freudian slip. I, instead of saying, have you seen Girls Aloud's new video? I said, have you, <laughs> have you seen Girls Aloud's new breast? And it's not even funny. <laughs> it's not really funny, but uh, we were you like 13. Died. We were about 13, and we just... Both of us fell about laughing for honestly half an hour, and it's not—it's not even funny, not really. Nearly it's kind of funny. Though, so. Well, uh, no. But I thought—I uh, I thought in that moment I might die here. I am so I, could, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> On a risk factor, if I was doing a risk analysis mm. of that particular joke and that incident, I'd say you're probably okay. Mm. Thanks. And you weren't there. The fact, well, the fact you're still here tells me that you were definitely okay. No lasting trauma. And it's, you know, it's very, you know, it's a risky thing to even mention it on the podcast considering the consequences that could occur. Well, it was funny at the time. <laughs> you had to be there. Chris, what's the closest you've ever come to dying from laughter? Um, nope. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to. No, I can't. Try not I to laugh think. or find Shut joy up. anywhere in life. Yeah. It's not you. <laughs> it's definitely not you. You've known me but, for years. You must yeah, have no. come close. No, I don't think I have. My so, cat once ate a jalapeno. <laughs> Do you know what? Similarly, one of the times I laugh most is when Mikey from Big Brother Nine had a had a ghost pepper. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, Your cat ate a jalapeno. Yeah, you sneezed. The, the J is silent. Whatever. I, okay. Whatever. Oh Phil. God. <laughs> so how how did the cat come upon the jalapeno? I gave it. <laughs> okay. I gave it, uh, and he sneezed. <laughs> 
That's great. really harsh. Well, the cat smelled, you know, it had a sniff, thought, oh, this is all right. But you knew. I knew this would be fun. <laughs> what, what if it, like, did your research if it would kill it? I said, no, it's a jalapeno. <laughs> did it, <laughs> it? Did it, like, shit everywhere afterwards? No, I just did a load of sneezes and ran away, and then came back, and it was fine. I forgot about it. Cats forget stuff. Cats hold grudges, it still remembers. No, that was, that was pretty funny. I put my hand so, in some of my cat's sick yesterday. Is that funny? No, not really. <laughs> not f- intentionally. Not intent. Just clarify. I, wasn't, I wonder what that funny. feels like. It was dark. <laughs> I leant for the banister bit, and the cat had been sick on it. That's disgusting. Why? Why have cats? It's kind of foamy. It wasn't nice. Hmm. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> they don't make a nice sound when they do it either. So, Chris, you're the closest you've ever come to dying from laughter. Is a Something where you made yourself laugh. So no, the cat mm, was the instrument mm, in the laughter. Mm, I don't know. It's a bit of both. I just you caused it. Set it up. But also, the time you've come closest to dying from laughter is when you've abused an animal. It's not. It's not abuse. It's my. It's, it's, you know, she's she's fine. Okay. Okay. Stephen Avery. It's fine. <laughs> if you want to abuse cats in your home, it's not a cat abuse. Who's uh, Stephen Avery, please? Have you not watched Making a Murderer yet? No, oh, yeah. we told you to watch it. I know you've told me to watch Bill. it and I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know who that is. Uh, we've gone on enough tangents already <laughs> in this episode, I think, so let's just let's just move on. Don't I get to tell about the time that I nearly died from yeah, laughing? Of course. Oh, we were, yeah, we were going to oh. ask. And then didn't. Then you were decide, you? Then were you? I'm uh, beginning no, to doubt that I that's just going Honestly, to though, I just didn't care. We were going to, but then you said the depressing thing about sick. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. I didn't nearly <laughs> die laughing then. <laughs> no. I went, I'm there, I'm there. Sick all over your I would, I would have nearly died laughing if I was there <laughs> watching you do that. It's not a good story. This isn't even an anecdote, particularly. But I saw um, Josie Long perform in a pub about eight years ago, and it was the funniest thing that's ever happened to me, and I nearly died. Josie I, Long was the funniest thing I that's ever happened to me. I genuinely thought at one stage in that gig, it is the best stand up gig I've ever seen I genuinely thought I've got to stop paying attention now because yeah. I'm going to do myself a very serious injury and I had to physically tear myself away wow. and just look away from the stage well, that, that's a good review from that's, that's a, a good, good review, review isn't it that's a pretty good review yes I nearly died I, you nearly killed me by being so ridiculous it just struck me okay. in my hypercalmus is that the Ooh, funny that? part of the brain? What's the part of the brain that processes... Just, just say your funny bone, you freak. Although <laughs> well, no, my elbow. Yeah, that's just what people say. Though, your hippocampus. It? Hippocampus. What did I say? Hypo, hypocompus or something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's hypocompus more than it's hippocampus. I think it's hippocampus. Hippo universities. <laughs> <not having it. laughs> Hippos don't go to university, Chris. Oh, that might have just been a How short many story times? that wrote. <laughs> Okay, dying from laughter. Anyway, something let, our listeners are definitely not doing right now. <laughs> definitely not. Death from laughter refers to a rare instance of death, usually <laughs> resulting from cardiac arrest or asphyxiation caused by a fit of laughter. I've read that bit once, but it's been a while, so I thought it was worth a recap. Hippocampus is really good. <laughs> <laughs> now Chris is looking like he might die from because he said hippocampus. Good. What do you mean it just sounds good? It just sounds like a good plot. <laughs> I've, not, I've not seen him laugh like that for years. Just because of... Because of I don't know. It's not even slightly funny. <laughs> the little diplomacy. <laughs> 
What would their degrees be in? <laughs> Water skiing and stuff. Water skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, yes, good. You are actually completely correct. It is hippocampus. That is the correct term. You've used used it right. I mean, you've you've put a slant on it of the hippo university, which isn't what's intended. But the hippocampus is the elongated ridges of the floor of each lateral ventricle of the brain, thought to be the centre of emotion, memory, and the autonomic nervous system. There you go. It's clever, clever title for a funny funny story. You actually cried then. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I don't think I've ever seen you cry. Well, you know, I like animals with jobs. I like them learning to get their jobs as well. They've got a better chance for employment with <laughs> <Yeah>. that degree. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll get for it. I have right. to write that down, though. St- <laughs> for what? What possible so you, use? You can do something with it. No, you can't. Yes, you can. What? I've just told you. Hippo... Campus. <laughs> no, I heard it. What are you gonna do with I it? I don't know. Just like make a short, a short film. You're not <laughs> gonna make a short film about hippos going to university. Good it's not gonna happen. All right. Well, I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. I'll look forward to that one. Yeah, you will. I want an update next week. Yeah, I want well, you to flesh yeah, out. You've got. I think you've got the beginnings of an idea there. Yeah. I want you to. Not, I want, yeah. You've got nothing other than that word. There's nothing behind that whatsoever. It's just I want you a to, load of hippos at uni, and there's nothing else. I want you to flesh that out this time next week. I want an right. update on some ideas of what's going to happen in your hippocampus story. It'll be like story. skins. It'll be like skins. <laughs> It'll be like skins. So they're all going to be doing coke and partying all night. I haven't got that far in the plot. <laughs> this time next week though I want more this is brainstorming so carry on with your article and I'll get cracking <laughs> he's actually writing something down <laughs> on his computer he's actually writing hippocampus on his laptop as <laughs> if he's going to do something with hippocampus it hippocampus question mark What were we talking about? David Bowie, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We promised to not talk about David Mm. Bowie. Death may result from several pathologies that deviate from benign laughter. Infarction, that's a fun word to say, infarction of the pons and medulla oblongata in the brain may cause pathological laughter. Is that the bit of the brain? Yeah. (laughs) Medulla oblongata. Can't do anything with that. Nothing. (laughs) Oblong. It's pretty funny, isn't it, Chris? Don't, I've got too much on. Okay. <laughs> or oblongator could be oh, an alligator oh. friend. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Medulla the is oblongator. He, the oblongator is going to come and visit. yeah, uh-huh. brain, animals, university, thinking. It's a gold mine. It's a conceptual Fun. gold mine. It is. Oh, it's just Hollywood. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be like Joe Cornish going off to Hollywood. Same same thing. <laughs> Me and Phil are going to be the Adam Bucks that's left behind to fend for ourselves. Or I've got Angelina Jolie in Hippocampus yeah, too. You go and hang out at Steven Spielberg's house. Let's finish this article because this is our worst episode ever. I've ruined this. Just because you're sad all the time. I'm a bit sad. Yeah. Think about hippos at university. I'll send you an early script. You, oh my, you're going to do this, aren't you? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm kind of tempted to go in on this project if you don't mind. Fine. What are you talking what? about? What? It's not a good campus. <laughs> Shut up. What's happened? How, Is this uh, Stockholm syndrome? Maybe. <laughs> it's a good idea. You can't have gone from thinking that's ridiculous to suddenly thinking actually. No, I still think it's ridiculous, but there's there's gold in ridicule, surely. Especially now we've got a second. We've fleshed this out with a secondary there's character. A secondary character in Medulla, like the oblongator. <laughs> what? What is that? It's an alligator that's an oblong. He's yeah. like he's he's one of the. They're teacher. all pretty much oblongs he's oblongs not, anyway. He's one, one of the lecturers. Got a very short tail, so oblonger than normal for an alligator. Good, oblonger. Good. Yeah. I think it's a she. Medulla, that's a girl's name anyway. So it's a it's a lady gator. Lady lady gator is a good word. Let's put that down. Medulla is a Bjork <laughs> album, and Bjork would never have done half the things she did without David Bowie. Oh God, half. Yeah. A full half of all the things Björk has ever done <laughs> can be directly attributed to David Bowie. I think you could say the same about most people, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Should we have a look at some historical deaths attributed to laughter? Mm-hmm. Maybe steer this ship back. back towards the coast a little bit. Historical deaths attributed to laughter. Zeuxis, a 5th century BC Greek painter, is said to have died laughing at the humorous way he painted the goddess Aphrodite after the old woman who commissioned it insisted on modelling for the portrait. Does that mean? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> If so, yeah, so he's doing it and she's sitting there modelling and he's just pissing himself. <laughs> I, I'd be a bit like... That is rude. Oh. That is rude. <laughs> Her body was that bad. He dropped dead. he died. And then he would, she would have had to get up and put her clothes back on and go... Why have we all assumed that she's naked? <laughs> oh, that's Greeks. We're always we've, naked. We've yeah, definitely he painted her in his Greek. Come on. Yeah. Like you, Aphrodite, I do not think so. <laughs> One ancient account of the death of Chrysippus. <laughs> Do not even think about telling others there's, there's, there's a platypus named Chris. Because I'm not having it. I'm not having this is it. It's good though. Chrissy so many good words. Oh, there's so many good words. <laughs> Thanks, Susie Dent. Time for an ad break. <laughs> Oh, audience, I hope you're enjoying this, because we are. I'm... I think this is the most I've ever enjoyed recording. Because <laughs> for some reason, I just don't give a shit how this sounds today. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, I want the podcast to be quite good. Yeah, yeah because you were just hoping that one day Bowie would... I can't, I can't not say Bowie. I've I... been trying so hard I, I, for I the last well two days. Sometimes. Trying so hard to not say Bowie, because I know James. it isn't Bowie. Yeah. Just can't do it sometimes. I think my through my whole childhood, I always said Bowie, and I I just never got it until I was older, and I've just. So normally, when you're recording the podcast, you're doing it in the hope that one day Bowie will listen to it, and that's why you're on your best yeah. behaviour. And now your heart's not in it anymore because you know that he won't. I know he might have done. We don't have the names of everyone that's listened. I think he was probably listening to it on his deathbed, and he may have wow. died from laughing laughing at us. That not at last week's episode. Hilarious. Not at last week's episode. No, fair enough. No, no, not no. Mild interest. You can't die from mild interest. <laughs> One ancient account of the death of Chrysippus. Hmm. That's Chris the Platypus. Yeah, of course. The third century BC Greek Stoic philosopher tells that he died of laughter after he saw a donkey eating his figs. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, though. <laughs> If you go to work and a donkey's eating your figs, that is funny. 
It's a long time ago. There's not a lot. <laughs> Imagine your life being so devoid of humour <laughs> that that finishes you off. <laughs> he told a slave to give the donkey neat wine with which to wash them down, and then, <laughs> having laughed too much, he died. <laughs> That's the funniest thing he's ever seen. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh. <laughs> he, he had time to tell the slave. This will finish him. Oh, up. I bet it took him so long to issue that edict as well. <laughs> He just couldn't get it out. He was <laughs> beside himself with how much he was adding. He's got to be quick because the donkey ain't going to be interested forever. <laughs> In 1660, Thomas Urquhart, the Scottish aristocrat, polymath and first translator of Francois Rabelais' writings into English, is said to have died laughing upon hearing that Charles II had taken the throne. Ooh. Oh, I mean, that's, that is a harsh. That's, that's, that's harsh tricky. I mean, it's no donkey eating figs, though, is no. it? Not even on the same level. No. You can see, as things progress, things aren't as funny as they used to be in olden times because there was less to do. Right. Is that it? But. <laughs> but because, <laughs> because there's such a difference between someone dying from a donkey eating figs. And you almost dying from talking about hippos <laughs> at university. Things have really come a long way. You're right. Yeah, okay. I, I think your argument breaks down a little. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Because we were very entertained by the donkey eating the figs and we didn't even get to see it. No. Yeah, we just heard about it. But you are going to get to see the hippos, so... <laughs> Now, I've heard this story before. On the 24th of March, 1975, Alex Mitchell from King's Lynn in England died laughing while watching the Kung Fu Capers episode of The Goodies, oh my God. featuring a kilt-clad Scotsman with his bagpipes battling a master of the Lancastrian martial art, Ecky Thump, mm. who was armed with a black pudding. Can I just go on, off, go off on a music-related tangent? Yeah, why not? to do a David Bowie. Okay. How did the White Stripes end up calling an album Ecky Thump? Yeah, what, what was that all about? Did I'm they sure know? There's a story did behind have... it, but that just seems very odd. Well, is it possible that um, the goodies was on like PBS in America or something, and therefore Maybe. was better known? Because there's all kinds of things that are much better known in America than you think they have any rights to be. Things yeah. like keeping up appearances. Really? They all know what keeping up appearances is because it's on PBS like constantly. Good God, that's, that's good though. No, isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. That it's is a good. Oh, she, her name's Bucket, but she thinks it's Bouquet yeah. because she's That's got it. a stick up her ass. That's the one. Yeah. We're going we're to use that joke five times an episode for yeah. our nine series run. So maybe the goodies mm. made it onto PBS and maybe. Jack White. That's a logical explanation. Because otherwise, how? Because I didn't even really know that phrase. I didn't know it till now. Anyway. So, yeah, poor Alex Mitchell, after 25 minutes of continuous laughter at the, the antics of the goodies, who were Bill Oddy and Tim Brooke Taylor and the other one. No. <laughs> after 25 minutes of continuous laughter, Mitchell finally slumped on the sofa and died from heart failure. His widow later sent the goodies a letter thanking them for making Mitchell's final moments of life so pleasant. Ah, well, he, nice. or... They killed him. Technically, they killed him. The goodies killed him. Well, 
Keep reading because diagnosis of his granddaughter in 2012 of having the inheritable long QT syndrome, a heart rhythm abnormality, suggests that Mitchell may have died of cardiac arrest caused by the same condition. So oh. it was there anyway. He was going to go. May as well go. Yeah. Laughing at a black pudding. It's one way to go. You know, and if you do want that, can I refer you back to an episode a few months ago where we did talk quite humorously about yeah. the black pudding? How would you feel if we killed someone? I don't think there's any danger of that happening. No, but what if we did? Or if it's... You know, are you through laughter or yeah. premeditated murder? <laughs> I've, I've, I've <laughs> if we just form a gang, go out and pick an unsuspecting victim, we'll lose though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could pick on anyone on the street, and we'd probably <laughs> we'd all be dead. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a good plan. In 1989, Ole Benson, a Danish audiologist, died laughing while watching A Fish Called Wanda. I didn't like that film. It's quite likeable, but it's not that funny. His heart was estimated to have beaten at between 250 and 500 beats per minute. 500 beats a minute? Wow. I mean, what's the the normal rate? I can't remember. It's between 50 and 90 for a normal. That's right. For a normal. For a normal. I'm... I'm no doctor, but that's a lot. That's a lot of beats. Thanks, Dr. Dre. <laughs> you beat me to that joke <laughs> by like that far. Because <laughs> you're talking about being a doctor as well. That's got two levels, that joke. Yes. That's, that was, what, yeah, that's I didn't even was, notice that when I said you're it. You're funnier than you even know. Oh, my God. There's so many levels to my genius <laughs> that you have to scrape one away to realise. you didn't realise how the, the genius was there when you said that. I didn't. Right? I, I just thought it was really really funny and not grimly predictable in the fact that Phil Whoa. also thought of it and therefore most people would have thought of it. <laughs> excuse me <laughs> I didn't mean that as an insult I meant you know, yeah, you know I'm the measure of the quiet majority is that what you're saying <laughs> I'm Mr. Joe Average I don't want to say it uh, <laughs> fair enough something like that in 2003, Damnoan Um, a Thai ice cream salesman, is reported to have died while laughing in his sleep. Oh. Wow, that's a good dream. His wife was unable to wake him and he stopped breathing after two minutes of continuous laughter. See, that's terrifying. That is that quite is scary. If I was his wife, I would be terrified. That he's oh, there, yeah. just laughing himself to death. Laughter is... Properly scary. Like kids laughing, that's yeah. scary. Yeah. Old people laughing is pretty scary as well. Thai ice cream sales. Thai ice cream is the worst. <laughs> he probably just sleep. had a dream about like a hippocampus and just. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. He just succumbed to it's it. It's good that he died then because then he can come up with the idea. Fictional deaths attributed to laughter. The Toon Patrol in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Good film. In the Batman franchise, the villain, the Joker, often kills his victims using a poison that causes uncontrollable and quickly fatal fits of manic laughter. Boring. It's good, that Jack Nicholson one. That was what that was about. <laughs> At the end of the film, Mary Poppins, Doc, Mr. Dawes Sr., played by a heavily made-up Dick Van Dyke, is said to have literally died laughing after being told a joke. I know a man with a wooden leg named Smith. Really? What was the name of his other leg? There's comedy for oh, you. Yes, classic there. Yeah, and then there's a load of other, but these aren't real, so it doesn't matter, mm. does it? No. I really have lost sight of what the point is of us doing any of this. <laughs> do you think we should just stop? <laughs> Let's not even do an outro. Let's just but, say bye. Forever. <laughs> forever. Maybe forever. I'm not sure I can do this again. <laughs> I'm not sure. Whether we can go on in a world without Bowie. <sighs> He'll be fine next week. He'll it be won't. distracted. Because Bowie will be longer gone and... 
fucking hippocampus will have taken his place. It's not a world I want oh. to live in. Do you think it can have that yeah. much influence on the world? Yeah, of course no. it can. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. You're just not a dreamer. Please don't have, like, Ziggy Starduck or something. You, you're know. giving me stuff, so that's going on the list. <laughs> Do not. Thanks um, for listening to episode 48 of Wiki Shuffle. Um, said that like Wagner. Yeah, I went into a bit of a Wagner there. Oh, Wiki Shuffle. I might stick the Wagner Wagner greeting on at the end of the episode, actually, because we've not trotted that out for a while, have we? We only tried it out once. Yeah, needs trotting out again. We paid eight pound for that beauty. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll trot that out. Uh, do we have any news this week, Philip? Oh, 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 oh! Please, sir. Please, sir. Please, can I recommend all of our listeners to go and visit failedcritics.com, where they can read my 2015 film review. Please, can I recommend that? No. Oh. Yeah, okay, it's 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 insane. It is insane. Listeners, if you want to see the work of a madman... Yep, I did that. If you've ever... I mean, there's a lot of lists uh, released at the end of a year. Yeah, and, and I, I kept mine apart from the pack by not releasing mine until 10 days into 2016. There's that, there's that. Which is but insane. also, <laughs> you've, you've done your... Yeah, you've done your best films of 2015 in a tournament format, in a best of 64... Hell yeah. And it's insane. And you've done a PDF and it's very nicely arranged. It took me so long. I didn't get to celebrate Christmas. It took me so long. So please go and look at it. Mm. Even if you hate films and me, then (laughs) go and look at it anyway. Yeah. So failedcritics.com. Was that a plea directly to your mum? (laughs) No, I've already forced my mum to look at it. Okay. Uh, failedcritics.com who are obviously friends of the podcast as well and there's loads of other good stuff there so stay around listen to their podcast which we're on from time to time anyway you're on a lot these days I've got another one coming up quite soon actually I can't remember mm-hmm. when that is yep that's yeah it's very good it's yeah. a good website it's a good podcast so um, there's other reviews on there but mainly my 2015 review is what I'm mm-hmm. peddling yeah. this week Chris are you peddling anything? Um, I just remembered that I'm on failcritics at some point this year next couple of months Okay. Nice. Sometime this year. Sometime this year. <laughs> That's good. Keep your eye out. <laughs> uh, and finally, Phil, there was something coming up in the pipeline. We're gonna have. We're gonna be fifty episodes old soon. Fifty episodes old. So we're gonna have. Um, I'm some honestly news. not sure I can do it again. What after that? Fifty. What we've be- just done. I'm uh, not sure I've got. Uh, this is it. You're tank, done with podcasting. I'm exhausted. I'll be fine by next week. You'll have recharged. Okay, we'll see. I feel like it was our least educational episode Do you think? ever. Definitely. Do you I think we've taught nobody nothing this week. I think a four-year-old might have enjoyed some of it. And I not thought, even a particularly bright four-year-old. it was great. It's <laughs> <laughs> his finest hour. My best idea to date came on this episode, so... Fuck yeah. you too. <laughs> Tune in again next week for more adventures I from the hippocampus. I won't be here. Because you'll be I'll spending be... all your Hollywood money. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get an advance between now and the next recording. But it's session. a gold idea. The right side. Let's home. not get into it. <laughs> Let's just move. All right. Um, Phil, keep going, please. Yeah, our 50th episode's coming up. We will have some special things to announce in time for our 50th episode. And it's only two weeks away. How exciting. Woo. You're not getting any more than that. Uh, write to us, wikishuffle1bheadlandsnn157er. Gifts. Kettering. I missed the town out. The town's quite important. It's not. Send us gifts. Number, send us postcards. Number postcode and it will get there. 
Um, another thing we're doing for our 50th episode is we're going to get some postcards made up ourselves. Mm -hmm. So anybody that sends us a postcard, if you send us your address, we will send you a postcard back. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want a postcard? Oh, I feel bad for our postie with the uh -huh. big bag he's going to be carrying. Our postie's massive sack. That's the joke you meant Fucking to make hell. there. That's the joke you meant to make there. Even I didn't go for that. No. That is low-hanging fruit, and I'm not talking about the postie sack. <laughs> so, Chris, have you started designing that postcard yet? Yeah. You've got two weeks, I don't believe you. I've got I've got a document. You've got a document. You've created a document and put Wiki Shuffle postcard. And then it was scratched down for Hippocampus 2016. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be the drivelings of a madman on this postcard. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the only way that you will get to see what this postcard looks like is if you send us a postcard and then you will get one back in return. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things we're announcing for our 50th episode. We but might even more. sign it. There's more. <laughs> yeah. Those lucky guys. Yeah. Bearing in mind that we bought a signed postcard of Ben Fogel for 99p, I don't think that us signing the postcard is going to add that much value. We're better than Fogel. But send us a postcard, put your return address on it, and we will send you back a WikiShuffle postcard after our 50th episode. Not just yet. And there's other 50th episode stuff coming up as well. <laughs> Any postcards sent before then? We're just going to burn. No, we're just going to burn. <laughs> no, they'll go to one side and wait until Chris has got round to making yeah. the new postcard. There's no chance that's in the next two weeks. It will be in the next well, two it weeks. Will, it depends what the production schedule's like for Hippocampus. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, there will be. There will be postcards. That's all I've got in me for today. Yeah, I'm done. I'm so done. We're all done. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again next week and hopefully try and keep a little bit more on topic because no beloved heroes of any of the team will have died. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Bye. 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 Hello. This is Wagner. And Wiki Shuffle is my favourite podcast. Sounds a bit like Jareth, the Goblin King from Labyrinth, oh. played by David Bowie. Do you know what? I don't think I've seen Labyrinth. Shut, Shut up. up. Honestly, I don't think I have. I don't remember. Shut up. I've remember seeing bits of it. Is that the one where the, the gnome guy and then there's a light in his face and that's the bit that's really scary? All of it's really scary. It's like the most terrifying film of all time. But you've got David Bowie's massive penis. I've seen that. Have you? Yeah. It was six to nine. If, some, yeah, if, somebody had taken, if somebody had taken David Bowie to one side in 1975 and said, you're going to live to be 69, you know, he'd have laughed them out of the room. He, yeah. he did well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iggy Pop's still alive. That's just it's miraculous. I'm not sure that he hasn't been embalmed, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he may have done a bit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.